0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the D1 Softball Podcast. I'm your host Tara Henry, joined live uh, from Santiago, Chile. Head Coach Heather Tar and Rachel Garcia, Coach Tar, uh, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on the D1 Softball Podcast. Thanks
1: for having us. So we yes, will start.
0: Um, I'll start with you, Rachel. Uh, here, I know you guys are in uh, Chile. What is the atmosphere been like at the Pan American games? Uh, can you describe what it's like for those of us that are back in the States right now?
2: Yeah. Um, it's one, it's absolutely amazing just being in another country and just getting to um, just enjoy a different atmosphere with, and get to know other athletes. Um, I would say the atmosphere is kind of like a mini Olympics. You have a bunch of other athletes here from different sports all in the same building. So it's been awesome just walking in and out of the building, just like asking how each athlete did, cheering each other on. Like it's it's been cool. Like I think a lot of our team right now is getting ready to go watch um, some of the track athletes run right now. So just the atmosphere is like a, a little mini Olympics.
0: Uh, I love that. And Coach Tar, uh, your thoughts on Chile? I know you've been uh, quite or you've been around the globe a little bit. Uh, thoughts on Santiago?
1: Well, I, I love being in Latin America, to be honest. And so this is the, the farthest South I've ever been. So to be here, to be involved with these types of athletes in this type of environment is, is unreal, actually. Um, we aren't in the village with the athletes, unfortunately, but they're getting that full-on experience. And it's a pretty unique one. And like Rachel said, I echo that. It, it is exactly like um, the Olympic Village.
0: And speaking of Olympics, let's go there, uh, Rachel. I want to know what it felt like when you found out that softball would be back in the Olympics for LA 2028. Where were you, uh, and what what did you feel when you when you heard that
2: announcement? I was back at home at my apartment, actually, on the phone with my parents when the news came out. So it was just like a huge relief, just a big weight off the chest, because it was like so. Sad, not not having softball in the twenty four games, but um, just to be able to still have that dream of that, like there's still opportunity for especially uh, for the younger generation going through right now, just just to have the high hopes of being able to get there. And coach star, where, where where were you and what uh, what was
0: your reaction?
1: Well, I think I was trying to follow from kind of inside, but I knew from Chris Siebrun, the director of our national team that the vote was not officially until I was like almost even after the weekend. So you'd seen like people posting it's back in the Olympics. And I was just crossing my fingers that we weren't getting too far ahead of ourselves, but definitely so proud for our sport and for the athletes all across the globe to be able to aspire to train, to be um, the best softball players in the world, no matter what their country is just such an opportunity for our sport again, to be able to do that.
0: And for those of you that are watching, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, if you have any questions for uh, Rachel or Coach Tar, you're more than welcome to put them up in the chat. We'll try and get them in. Again, they're live. We're not going to take up too much of their time. It's not going to be too long of a show. But uh, if you do have questions or comments, head on over to YouTube and Facebook and I'll try to get those in. Uh, so in Chile, in Santiago. What, what should people know about the Pan Am Games? What should they know about Santiago? Like what's one thing that uh, softball fans should know back in the States about uh, Santiago?
1: Hmm. Well, just about the terrain in general, when you're flying in here, you fly in, of course, from the north towards the south, towards uh, the airport, and to your left and right, but to the left, there's these massive mountains, and it's the Andes Range. And so being from the West Coast, knowing at least the Rockies or the Cascades or the Sierra Nevada you're thinking you know big mountains but these mountains are bigger than any of our mountains so that is pretty cool in and of itself but i think just being a part of a historic event like this you know never never again probably in our lifetime will this be able to be something that we can all attend so just valuing that opportunity of being in a country where all of these latin american pan american countries are competing for sport it's a pretty amazing opportunity
0: and Rachel, what's one thing that that you think that the the rest of the world should know about uh, Santiago?
2: Well, fun fact. I didn't know, well, it's not in Santiago, but south, they have penguins there. So just roaming on the beach. So that was one thing that we were like me and another team were like, why are there so many penguins? like what what's the what's the thing behind it?" And they're like, oh, well, south, there's like a penguin beach where you can just literally roam around with the penguins. So I thought that was very interesting fact about Chile.
0: I love that. That's pretty cool. I had no idea uh, that there were penguins down there. Uh, so I know it's an off day today, but what does a typical day look like for you? Let's say a game day. What's a typical game day been like? Uh, and then an off day, like you said, Rachel, you're going to maybe go watch some track athletes. Uh, I'll start with you, Coach Star. What What are the days that been like uh, in Chile?
1: Well, I think just being a part of this experience, it takes a while to get here. Um, for those of the, us that actually know the globe, it's even farther than you think down here. So it took us a while to get here, across you know the United States, and then 12 hours or 10-hour flight to get down to um, Santiago. But generally speaking, we were here a few days early, so we got a chance to practice. And you know, sometimes in these events, this um, this is possibly the first softball event that the country has ever hosted, and it actually is for Chile and we learned um, over three days of attempting to practice that we couldn't get on the dirt, we couldn't get on the dirt. And as disappointed as we were, we got to meet the president of the Chilean Softball and Baseball Association, and she just had so much passion about what they're trying to do. But the fact that we are actually playing on a field um, and the only field in the country uh, specifically for baseball and softball is pretty amazing. So we were fine with the patience of it, and. We figured out how to keep ourselves busy, but it's definitely long days and a lot of waiting to play games.
0: And it is the first stadium in Chile, from what Jordan was telling me uh, before we got on here. First stadium uh, in Chile and the biggest sports event ever in the country, ever, ever. Uh, that you both are a part of. Rachel, what does that mean to you? I mean, obviously you've traveled around the world to play softball, to be a part of an event, first ever biggest event of sporting uh, of all time uh, in the country. What does that mean to you?
2: I would say it's just a huge honor to be a part of something that's historic here, especially for the sport of softball, Um, but also just the support system too, not just only from Team USA, but like the first day out playing with Team Chile, like, they were just in awe of us and just to be supported by them, too, like, not just, again, in that game, but, like, they continue to come out and watch us play and continue to want to learn how to be better and grow the game of softball, especially out here. So just to, to watch the support of not just USA athletes, but also from other countries to come out here like Chile and want to be better. So I think it was awesome. Um, and even, even just, you know, having dinner, they've come up to us and – they'll have a conversation with us. So it's awesome just to to be a part of something that is historic here.
0: That's so cool. And speaking of dinner,
2: favorite food, Coach Star,
0: that you've been able to have uh, while you've been there?
1: Well, I think um, we did try some empanadas, which are kind of characteristic of of, uh, some foods down here. And I learned of something that I should have already known, but it's called hearts of palm. (laughs) And it's on like a lot of the salads down here. So uh, other than just going out to different restaurants and trying new things, those are the two that stand out.
0: (laughs) Yes, hearts of palm, delicious. Rachel?
2: I would say the potatoes here. There's, I feel like there's potatoes in just about every dish. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we'll switch tracks a little bit
0: here. Again, if you have any questions for Coach Tara or Rachel, you can head on over to YouTube or Facebook, uh, and we'll try to get them in. So looking at the schedule at the Pan Am Games, 3-0. The Eagles are 3-0 with wins over Venezuela, a 9-2 win over Venezuela. Chile, 18-0. Mexico, 7-0. Outscoring opponents, 34-2, and just firing on all cylinders. A lot of offense, uh, great pitching. And up next, play Puerto Rico uh, and Canada. And I want to make sure that I gave you the correct time. Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern against Puerto Rico tomorrow and noon Eastern against Canada. So with that said, six players have played uh, in the Pan Am games previously. Uh, Rachel, I believe this is your second Pan Ams here. Yeah, Rachel's one of those. One player uh, has played in two Pan Ams. That's Haley McClinney. Uh, And then five players were on the Olympic team roster and one college player and Aaron Koffel, uh, who is representing Kentucky. So Coach Shar, I want to start with you. There's a reason I listed those all out. What's it been like having different squads throughout, obviously, a World Cup qualifier now in the Pan Am Games? Um, How can you really describe this squad that you've got at the Pan Ams?
1: Well, this squad has a, a great mix of just spirit and joy. And of course, you know, some of the best in our country and each team that we've been able to build over the last couple of years has been a little bit different. So it's kind of like racks my brain to think like, wait, were you on that one? or Are you on this one? But this one's a really good one, of course. And it's just a neat opportunity for the women of our country Um to be able to have a chance to compete for a medal for one and it's one of the only events that softball gets to play in from the united states that's actually um you know, recognized besides the olympics with uh the usopc so there's some financial uh opportunities for these women to be able to earn this but it's definitely fun it's kind of like a show and go trip as always but these guys a lot of them were with us last year when we played in guatemala um so we have some experiences together, but I think we're still trying to figure each other out as we go. And even today at practice, the coaches at dinner, we're just talking about how much better we actually felt like we were today than yesterday.
0: And Rachel, what's it been like for you? Obviously playing on various teams and, um, you know, team culture and team camaraderie is, is something that's difficult in an international play and nobody shies away from that. And like coach Tar said, it, it is show and go sometimes. What have you done in terms of team bonding to, to make sure the team uh, sticks together?
2: Yeah, we've actually we've done some uh, team dinners outside of the village, which has been super nice just to get away from the village and just kind of create our own little atmosphere. But like yesterday, we had a, a birthday on the team, so we all decided we were going to go take Aaliyah Andrews out for dinner and just have a you know, nice Italian dinner <laughs> in Chile but um, just just little things like that. And then also like going to go watch other um, sporting events in like our, there's like a team room for us that we can go and watch um, the other events. So just doing things like that.
0: And Rachel, how would you compare this uh, to Tokyo? Like you said, in Tokyo, uh, there wasn't really too much of an athlete village or was uh, limited because of of COVID. How would you compare the Pan Am Games uh, to the Olympics?
2: Yeah, I would just say, obviously, the, the village you're with every athlete that's that's competing. Um, Team USA always has its own building, and other countries have their own building. But I think the best part about it is the pin trading. Like we get to we get these pins, and we get to meet other athletes from other countries and exchange different pins and get to know what sport that they're in. And um, that's kind of how we meet people here is just just being able to trade pins with them. That's that's how I would say that I would compare the Olympics to, to the Pan Ams. Very cool. And Coach
0: Tar, you know, you spoke a little bit about growing the game. And I think, uh, obviously, it's really important to have softball in Chile. And uh, what does it mean in terms of when you travel and, and have been in various different uh, countries? You're just in Ireland. Uh, they're showcasing their first uh, tournament. They were in Dublin for the World Cup. Uh, in terms of the women's national team level. uh, What has that been like for you and that experience?
1: Well, I feel very lucky because um, I have a lot of passion towards this sport growing globally. And to be involved at, you know, this level as the coach is, I mean, beyond my wildest dreams, of course. But just to be able to be in those countries like Ireland, we were in Ireland in 2019 with our 19 and under team. And we played on a rugby field. And it was a very big show and go opportunity there. But from there, then, you know, they were all the, able to hold one of the stage qualifiers uh, for next year's World Cup. So we were proud to be involved with that. Obviously, you got to be there too. But it was fun just to play a part in history and play in a country that um, traditionally doesn't play softball and support softball. So, whatever seeds we can plant along the way to keep this great sport continuing to grow and give more opportunities to young girls that are aspiring. Um, just in athletics, generally speaking, uh, we of course wanted to play softball, but um, it's just a cool opportunity to be involved at this level. It means a lot to us.
0: I love that, and we've got a question from uh, somebody uh, on Facebook, Melissa. Uh, she's got a pretty good question. Uh, I think this is for Coach Char. With so much talent on the roster, how difficult is it to set the lineup every day? You would argue it's difficult, or maybe not so difficult, Coach Char. Uh, what? How difficult is it for you?
1: Well, it, it is a challenge because they all, like I told them yesterday after we played i like, nobody came here to not play. We, you know, we don't design a lineup to, you know, just have starters and non-starters. So I think for these gals, the opportunity one is, you know, a tremendous opportunity um, just here and now, but for their future, just having the experience is is there. It's awesome. Um, I even look back at other rosters for example, the 2019 roster that Rachel was on, a lot of people probably don't know this, but Ali Carter, she was an alternate. And there's things that you don't even remember about those experiences. But, you know, everybody's um, putting their time in, learning, growing. And, you know, definitely even the coaching staff, we're all in different roles. So we're all learning how to play different roles and adapt and be ready when your name's called. But certainly you wish you could put all 16 of them in the lineup every single day. And many times we are using all of them.
0: And Rachel, for you, being a part of a pitching staff, Katherine uh, Sandercock, uh, Montana Fouts, yourself, Ali Carda, what's that been like for you? Because you've probably been on a few squads with different pitching staffs, but what's it been like for you this this time around uh, with this this staff?
2: I think it's been super fun, especially since now I'm not the youngest one on the team. But <laughs> being able to share my experiences with them has been awesome and just – Sharing, sharing the same bullpen, honestly, and having great conversation with them. It's been awesome to get to know Sander and and Fouts on a personal level outside of softball. So just just being able to have those conversations with them.
0: And what's one thing you've learned uh, from this certain, it could be this co- coaching staff, it could be this tour, it could be being at the Pan Ams, it could be uh, learned about uh, San Diego. What's one thing that you've learned
2: uh, since being there? Um, let's see, <laughs> I would say just being, being flexible. I mean, it's, is the biggest thing, especially since we weren't allowed to be on the dirt since, like since we got here, um, just, just being flexible and how we can, um, change practice around on the fly and, and be able to get, get, get our work done that we need. I love that. I think that's probably
0: a really big thing throughout, uh, international softball is to be flexible. Um, so With that, we've got a few other. Oh, somebody just wants to say hello. Let Scott say hello. Uh, He just wants to say hello and let's go Team USA. Uh, Thanks, Scott, uh, for for joining in. Uh, But want to leave you guys with that. Don't want to take up too much of your your time. But Coach Char, I want to give you some some final thoughts. Um, Oh, we do have one more question here. Uh, Here we go. I love the chat function. Are there any other avenues to get into the USA program uh, under 18 teams besides the high performance pathway? So, Coach Tar, I'll let you take that one.
1: Yeah. So the question isn't necessarily the the group that we are coaching. We're coaching the you know you know United States Women's National Team, but there are um, programs now where there's a 15 and under, 18 and under, and those are you know obviously great opportunities to be a part of Team USA. Um, and if you're part of another country, that too. But uh, the HPP program specifically is a program that is run to be able to house the tryout system for those 18 and under and 15 um, U teams. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. U15, U18, whatever it is. But um, they're wonderful programs. And the, the way that you go about getting into those ones is through their um, tryout system. So if people are interested in, in USA softball at that level, they should go online and check out one of those HPP um, programs because they're regional around the country.
0: So we can head on over to USA softball uh, dot com and take a look uh, at those programs, high performance pathway programs. Jordan uh, is going to let us know uh, where to send you all. But yes, there is a way to. Um, Get into under-18s and under-15s, but it has to be through the high-performance uh, pathway, which we can get you that information. I can add it to the show notes for you. Uh, Rachel, any final thoughts from uh, San Diego? You're, you're heading out to watch track tonight. Anything else exciting on the docket before a doubleheader tomorrow?
2: Just super excited to, to be representing USA here and, and just super excited to get after it. Coach Tar, final
1: thoughts? Same thing. I know it's a weird time zone. It's four hours ahead of the West Coast, so it's kind of hard to do the math. But if people are up early on the West Coast, uh, I think the games are going to be broadcast. So that'll be fun for people to follow versus, you know, just following on Game Changer. But we, of course, um, are excited. It's going to be a tough day for us tomorrow. Uh, Puerto Rico, Canada, obviously great programs, but we can't wait to play and see how good we can get over the next few days.
0: And for those asking about uh, the HPP, it's now in the chat function. So if you're on Facebook or uh, YouTube, you should be able to see that link uh, if you'd like some more information. Again, uh, the games tomorrow will be on the Pan Am Sports uh, Channel, uh, available tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, first game against Puerto Rico. Uh, Best of luck, Coach Tar Rachel. Thank you so much uh, for joining me and taking time out on your off day. Uh, to join us tonight on the D1 Softball Podcast. Uh, Best of luck uh,
2: through the rest of the tournament. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And anybody has any questions, um, you can send them on in, and and we'll pass them along. And uh, anything that we haven't answered for you, we'll make sure we get an answer to you. Thanks so much, everybody, and have a great night.